Chapter 1, March 1816, London, England Most women would be delighted to find themselves mere moments away from becoming a duchess. Miss Sarah Fairfax, as it happened, was not most women. For one, she stood before a temporary altar in a private alcove of the Duke of Ravenwood's London estate, with her shoulders back, her chin up, and her belly swollen with child. For two, Ravenwood, the handsome, eligible duke with whom she was about to wed, was not her unborn child's father. That had been Edmund Blackpool, the boy whose tousled golden-brown locks and dreamy blue eyes had stolen her breath and her heart, even when they were children. He was all she'd ever wanted, and would never have. He'd gone off to war three years ago, intending to make the world a better place. After two years of agonising separation, last June, she had met him in Bruges, mere days before his company had been sent to Waterloo. A sharp kick jabbed the wall of Sarah's belly, and she smiled to hide a wince of pain. Masking her emotions was all she'd done for the past eight months. Smiling was automatic now, no matter what happened. Everything traced back to that fateful, impulsive night. Edmund was no longer plain Mr Blackpool, but a dashing brigadier with shiny epaulettes and matching stars upon his uniform. He was beautiful and passionate and irresistible, and when he'd confessed his wish to marry her, if only she'd wait for his return, she was in his arms before he had finished speaking. He hadn't made it off the battlefield alive. Next had come the nausea, the dizziness, the desire to do nothing but sleep, and the realisation that depression was not the sole cause. She was beyond ruined. She was pregnant. Her child would be born a bastard and lived the rest of his life in ostracised infamy, just like his mother. Sarah faced the vicar and struggled to keep her breaths even, to not betray the weight of the endless pressure of everyone else's expectations. Society, her peers, her parents, herself. She was in this position because she'd expected to wed Edmund as soon as he returned from war. Well, now she knew better than to count on expectations. She was in charge of her own fate now. No, make that two fates. Her knuckle traced the curve of her belly. Their future was up to her. Lawrence Pembroke, Duke of Ravenwood, the vicar intoned. Wilt thou have this woman to be thy wedded wife, to live together after God's ordinance in the holy estate of matrimony? Wilt thou love her, comfort her, honour and keep her in sickness and in health, and forsaking all others keep thee only unto her so long as ye both shall live? Sarah's throat convulsed. This was a nightmare. She touched her palm to her swollen midsection. Was she really going to go through with this? Would Ravenwood... I will, the Duke replied, before Sarah could interrupt. If she would have done so. Her fingers stroked her belly, trying to calm the infant inside. Truth be told, they were moments away from a miracle. The child would be legitimate, not a bastard. Even once society inevitably did the maths and realised the baby had been conceived long before the ducal wedding, the power of the Ravenwood name would protect them from all but a few whispers. No one would dare cut them. The baby would be fine.
If the child were a boy, he would inherit a dukedom some day. If the child were a girl, she would be welcomed into society with open arms. Perhaps marry a duke herself some day. What did it signify if her parents were not in love? If part of Sarah had died on that blood-soaked battlefield, alongside her lost lover, did it matter, so long as her child was safe? The vicar fixed his dark eyes on her. Miss Sarah Fairfax? She swallowed. "'Twas a miracle and a nightmare, this union. "'Sarah slid the Duke a furtive glance. "'She'd never wished to be a Duchess. "'She'd just wanted Edmund. "'And now the only way to save her baby's future "'was to raise his baby as someone else's child, "'someone who wasn't doing this for her or for the baby.'